Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. In the opening verses of Luke chapter 9, Jesus is preparing His disciples to go out and proclaim the kingdom of God. He has given them power over demons and diseases. Today on Drawing Near, Jesus gives his disciples very specific instructions regarding their travels. Let's open our Bibles to Luke chapter 9 as we study empty pockets and faith. And as we prepare to study God's word, let's pray together. And Father in heaven, as we come before you today, we bow our hearts and minds before you, recognizing you as God as the one true God. And Father, we thank you for giving us your word, for speaking to us and making yourself known, along with your will and your mighty acts. And Father, we pray that you would help us to discern rightfully the truth of your word, and not only to know it, but to embrace it and develop convictions regarding it and to live it out. Help us, Father, to trust you, to be faithful with your word. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Today we'll turn in our Bibles to Luke chapter 9, and we'll begin reading in verse 3. Luke writes in verse 3, And he said to them, Take nothing for your journey, neither a staff, nor a bag, nor bread, nor money, and do not even have two tunics apiece. Whatever house you enter, stay there until you leave that city. And as for those who do not receive you, as you go out from that city, shake the dust off of your feet as a testimony against them. Departing, they began going through the villages, preaching the gospel, and healing everywhere. As Jesus gives his disciples their final instructions prior to sending them out to cast out demons and to heal and proclaim the kingdom of God, he gives them some unusual instructions. He says, take nothing with you for your journey. They're to go out empty-handed. Well, not really empty-handed. He gave them power and authority. He gave them a message, but they are not to take any physical or material means of personal support. He tells them they're not to take a staff, nor a bag, nor bread, nor money, not even two tunics apiece, not even an extra pair of undergarments. They are to go out completely trusting in God to provide for their needs through the individuals that they minister to. They are to trust God themselves. And in trusting God, trust that God will work in the hearts and lives of other people. Now that's a very challenging message. It's one thing for us to trust God, but it's a very different thing to trust that God's going to work in the hearts of people that you don't know and that you haven't seen. And that's exactly what they're called to do. This is a very different approach than those who are in the ministry today. Many people in evangelistic ministries and missions ministries, many organizations who send missionaries throughout the world want guaranteed support before they send anybody anywhere. Or individuals want to make sure that all of their needs are met before they step foot onto the mission field or into an evangelistic ministry in a church or even as a pastor or a minister. Very, very few people are willing to simply trust that if God calls you to do something, God will provide for your needs. And yet that's what Jesus is teaching his disciples. 
If we went to Acts chapter 3, when Peter and John are entering the gate called Beautiful in Jerusalem, and a beggar asks them for alms, they say, silver and gold we don't have, but what we have we give you. That's exactly what Jesus is talking about in this passage. Now, this doesn't mean that everybody everywhere who serves the Lord is to be penniless or destitute. Rather, these disciples can't go out and do exactly what Jesus says unless there are other people who have bread and money or resources who can provide for them, who can take them into their homes and help them. This is an amazing amount of faith. But if you look at it in context, he has given them power and authority over all demons and power and authority to heal all diseases. He has given them a message that they are to go out and proclaim to unbelievers in Israel. How much faith does that take? That takes an enormous amount of faith as well. And so all Jesus is saying is, don't simply trust in the power that I've given you, but also trust in the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit, to work in the hearts and lives of those people that you are going to. In verse 4, he says, Whatever house you enter, stay there until you leave that city. In other words, they're to go into a city, they're to find a house to stay, maybe as a result of casting demons out of someone, or through their healing ministry, someone will be benevolent and grateful and open up their house to them. We don't know how this is supposed to work, but we can speculate. When they enter, they're to stay there until they leave that city. Those people are to give them room and board. Verse 5 goes on and says, And as for those who do not receive you, then Jesus says, For them, shake the dust off of your feet as a testimony against them. When you leave the city, the people who don't receive you within that city, where if the city itself does not receive you, shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. I reject you. I don't want to even take the dirt of the city with me. That's a testimony against them to them so that they know your attitude and your response to the rejection, but also that's a testimony to the Lord God that these have refused his messengers. Now we need to note that right here. These are God's messengers. These are God's people. To reject them is to reject God. To receive them and their message and their power is to receive God. To welcome them into your house is to welcome the very messengers sent by God into your home. This is important because not only do individuals who go out and minister need to trust in the Lord, but those to whom they are sent need to trust in the Lord as well. Now let's understand, Jesus is not telling them that they will have all the food they want, all the resources they want, and that they will always sleep in a comfortable bed. There will be those who receive them. God will provide for his servants in the way that he chooses, but there will also be those who reject them. There may be villages that there's no place to stay. There may be times when they have to go without food. Paul, in writing to the church at Philippians, has said, I've learned to be abased, to do without, or to abound. I've learned to be hungry or well-fed, naked or clothed. I've learned to be content in whatever state I'm in. So don't get the idea that simply because God calls a person to a task that they will be lavishly taken care of, that there won't be times of need, there won't be times where they have to just trust in God and be content. But we need to know 
God will take care of his people. God will take care of his messengers. He will do that in our lives as we minister to people around us and try to care for them and share the gospel with them and meet their needs. And he will do that in those who minister to us or who are sent out from us. There's nothing wrong with pledging support to someone, but we need to be careful if we're supporting someone who senses a call of God in their heart, but they're only going to obey that call if all of their needs have been promised to be met prior to their going wherever God sends them. They need to trust the Lord. We need to trust the Lord and not men. God is faithful. Men, they can't be trusted. That's just the fact. But God works in the hearts of men, and God can be trusted, always. Father in heaven, help us as we continue to live out our lives in faith to understand these truths. Now, it's important, Father, that we recognize that these individuals were clearly sent out by Christ. They weren't going out because of a whim or some desire for personal grandeur or honor. They were called by Jesus. They were empowered by Jesus, gifted by Jesus to do this ministry. And so as you send people out, they need to be careful to know that this is your will. But when they go out in accordance with your will, they can trust you to provide. Father, I thank you for that promise in your word. I thank you for the knowledge of that personal testimony in my own heart and life. And I pray, Father, that each one of us can distinguish between your will and our will and between your promise to provide for us and our desire to make sure all of our needs are met ahead of time. Father, guide us in our understanding of your word and in living it out. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.